proceed. <laughs> My palate is cleansed. <laughs> Welcome to the Mindset Podcast. This is episode six. Uh, as you see, we finally have Trent back. Back, son. <laughs> uh, today we're going to talk about a few different laws that are going through the courts. One's, I guess, already been passed here in Florida. One is passed and in effect. You want to yes. elaborate on these? Oh, the uh, our great governor, presidential candidate, Mr. Ron DeSantis, passed uh, the alimony law. So banning permanent alimony for life in the state of Florida. <laughs> I'm sure there's a bunch Ooh, of triggered women I right can, now. I can hear the cries still. <laughs> Echoes. Uh, it's, I, I tried to look through... Uh, like Reddit posts and stuff about like comments, but well, women are hating it, hating it. You know, this might actually have a positive effect, actually. How so? Because men might not be scared to get married now. <laughs> <laughs> Only in Florida. <laughs> you know what I mean? We might even have a bigger influx of, of people moving to Florida now just to get married. Uh, they actually, and one of the things that was mentioned from a lawyer, actually was how the passage of this law is another example of how Florida is unsafe. Oh, yeah. I, I, yep. I saw that when I was doing research uh, uh -huh, on it. Uh -huh. <laughs> Florida is like, so unsafe. You unsafe can't just marry women. a guy, <laughs> sandbag it for 20 years, yeah. and then just leave one day because you're unhappy today when I woke up. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's just crazy to me. Now, I'd like to play a little devil's advocate here. Uh -huh. So... Uh -huh. From the woman's perspective, they're going to be like, well, if I'm a stay-at-home mom, mm -hmm. all this, you know, he was providing for me. I don't have any income after this relationship ends. Mm -hmm. Well, shouldn't that make it to where you fight to keep that relationship more? Now, I understand if there's, you know, something that, that's bad on the, the man's end to where it, it's not repairable or something like, you know, he cheated on you, something along those lines. I think everybody has that option, you know, but for better or worse means different things to different people. Mm -hmm. um, and you never really know what worse is until you're there. So it's like my, my, in my own personal life, my mom fell ill with cancer. Mm -hmm. My dad stuck around. There was things that she could no longer do, you know, for him as a husband. And he just didn't matter what it was, just kept his head down, stayed proud did his duties. His wife got sick. He took care of her. No questions asked. It didn't matter. She was having a bad day and, and, you know, attacked him or like, like verbally and the weight of what was going on with her kind of got to her and she would break down and kind of take it out on him. Mm -hmm. Didn't matter. Like, I'm here for you. I love you. If I got to be your punching bag, then, and so be it, I'm still here for you. And it didn't matter if, you know, they got into a knockdown drag out argument 1.30 in the morning, she wakes up, she needed him, he was there, it did not matter. Um, huge level of respect for, to my dad for dealing with that and setting the standard for me, which, which is awesome to mm -hmm. see, because worse is different for different people. And in that instance, that was the worst it was going to get, but in sickness and in health. So yeah. he stuck around and, and made it work, and... <sighs> They had a successful marriage in the sense that till death do us part, mm -hmm. which is sad. That's how it is. But, you know, I have another instance where 
man meets woman, they get married. They're married 30 years. Then they just decide to split one day. They grow apart. Husband works, works, kills it, kills it, ends up establishing himself. The wife sacrifices her work, her career, ends up staying home, raises five kids, mm-hmm. five kids. Um, husband pays off the house, moves out. All the kids are grown, moved out. She has a 3,500 square foot home mm-hmm. paid for. Yeah. <laughs> Three cars. Three. Three. Ooh. Well, you can't drive three at the same time. <laughs> yeah. No uh-huh. Um, and in the divorce breakdown, everything was paid off. Mm-hmm. House, she had no bills. But she had demands. She had to have a certain diet. She needed this much money. Because uh, yeah. if you notice, generally, when women make it to a certain point, and Aries Spears talks about this. You know, when you you meet a guy and you start out eating fish sticks, then you work your way up to steak. You don't want to go back down to fish sticks. Oh. You want to stay at that steak level. Yep. And that's what it ended up being. So even though everything was paid off, she wanted $7,000 a month. <laughs> uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Everything was paid for. She didn't want to downsize. She didn't want to get rid of anything. Her lifestyle was her lifestyle. And even though he wasn't around, no more no more kids to take care of. But it's really the lifestyle he provided for her, though. Uh-huh. That's the thing. And that they they lose appreciation <clears throat> for that over time. Yeah. But it ended up being if if she was awarded that amount, it would have left him with like like five hundred dollars a month for him to live. Wow. So it's like if everything is taken care of, yeah, it didn't work out. But like, how can you demand this much after all all this other stuff is done? Right, right. Like you have nothing to worry about for the rest of your life, pretty yeah. much, because everything's paid off. You have no uh-huh. more bills uh-huh. other than your electricity. Yeah. So, so how is that justified <laughs> other than being a woman scorned? Now, I mean, that's yep. that's exactly what it is. And and one of the big things that I see is I think it's hilarious how after people break up, divorce, whatever, mm-hmm. then these women go through this, I guess you could call it a glam-up stage yep. to where they'll go and get breast implants or they'll lose a bunch of weight. And it's like not not so much the, the breast in, implants part, but like now you're you're trying to be healthier, you're trying to look better, but why couldn't you do that for me the whole time? Because she didn't want you. It's because mm-hmm. she didn't want you, or she got too complacent because you never said anything about it. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing, too. Men aren't stepping up and saying the things a woman actually needs to hear, regardless of how it hurts her feelings or whatever mm-hmm. the case. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, next thing you know, they're running around town, sleeping with all these guys after they leave you. It's because that's what they wanted in the first place. Mm-hmm. They were just waiting for the time. Yeah, women play long game for sure. Uh, oh, yeah, the, the long 100%. game. They really do. There ain't no doubt about it's, that. You know, and it's like when I worked, I had a job, and you, you might remember this, maybe. Dude <clears throat> raised two boys through college when the youngest graduated college. The wife told him that neither one of his sons were his. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't remember that, but <laughs> he shot her and killed her. Yeah, I don't remember hearing about that. And then went to work like nothing happened. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh huh. But they just, I mean, that that's just one of those things that comes back to respect, man. Like, why would why would you even do that? Why would you even do that? You know, it's, <clears throat> it's interesting because I heard of a study that was done. They took a couple different men and they had them wear the same T-shirt a couple days in a row. When they were done with the T-shirt, they took it off and put it in a sealed bag. And they let a couple of women, some were on birth control, some were not on birth control. And they let the women smell the shirts. And what they were going for was, you know, people emit pheromones. Mm-hmm. What they found was that women on birth control picked complete opposite men that they found attractive by the scent of the pheromones. Mm -hmm. So if you were on birth control, you picked a completely different type of guy than if you were not on birth control. And the women that weren't on birth birth control, what they ended up finding was that women, almost subconsciously through pheromones that are emitted, they seek out partners to mate with whose immune systems complement their own. Hmm. And it's a way for them to mate select, finding uh, a male to mate with who has a better immune system than them, so their offspring, their kids, will have better immune systems. Hmm. That's pretty interesting. Uh huh. It's Dang. crazy, right? But see that, like the whole birth control thing. Man, that stuff's so bad for women. It messes yes. with their heads. Uh-huh. It, it almost makes them go psychotic in a way. It, it. I think we talked about this on a previous episode where. It's like a almost a big conspiracy-ish theory type scenario where you push birth control up to women, then they have total freedom to sleep with whoever they want to. There's no selection process for hooking up with somebody and potentially getting pregnant, you know, because that 99.9%, well, that 0.01% is all you need. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like you have generations of women on birth control, they use the bathroom, urinate, it goes through the drinking water system, and now all of a sudden, you all this water that's out here that we're drinking, now the men drink it, lower their testosterone. So it's like they're pushing the hormones in birth control, then through the urine, through the water, and now you have a whole bunch of men, feminized men, that are overexposed to estrogen. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I think it all comes into the phthalates and plastics and stuff that uh-huh. we're heating up in the microwaves and all that stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I think I may have talked about this on one of the previous episodes with you, but people are consuming these these phthalates through these heated up plastics, and it's shrinking men's taints, basically. Mm-hmm. And what's that going to end up leading to? You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. and... Men's sperm counts are becoming lower and lower and lower over time. This I mean, is they, all orchestrated. They say tos- Every bit testosterone accumulatively across the male population drops about 1% a year, and we're down about 30% from mm-hmm. about 20, 30 years ago. No, it's all by design. And this is like a huge conspiracy, but uh, I've actually, uh-huh. it may have been on Joe Rogan, I heard this. But <laughs> then you know it's true. It has to be true. <laughs> but th- there's a conspiracy out there that the greys, the aliens, the greys, that that's actually 
the future us to where there's no visible genitalia, you know, we just basically become genderless. And that's kind of what they're trying to push now is no gender, you know, basically no gender identity. Everybody's the same or you can be whatever you want. Mm. You know what I mean? And then it would just be interesting to see like if you could peer into the future if that's what it actually goes to and that's why they're pushing these certain things to to lower testosterone and kind of making people less communicative and now you know they're saying that these grays talk telepathically they don't actually talk through their mouths they have like little slits for a mouth mm. and now you're hearing these things that Elon Musk is going to be coming out with with Neuralink and all that to where mm-hmm. you can talk telepathically. So it's kind of like, okay, this conspiracy I mean, that was a conspiracy is kind of like coming to light now. That, that could <laughs> work out great for us because how many times have have you encountered the situation where a woman wants you to read her mind? You could do it. <laughs> you could do it. Come on, Elon. I'm just, I'm just wondering, though, if it, you have the ability to turn that off, though. You remember the movie uh, Gamer with uh, Gerard I, Butler? I set think I may have seen it, but I'm not set sure. Way in the future, where this dude ends up creating like uh, like nano robots that were like smaller than dust particles, and you put them out into the atmosphere. Well, you know that's what the neural link is, right? Mm-hmm. So they basically put a chip into your brain, mm-hmm. and then they release nanobots into your body with through an injection and those nanobots within, I guess your bloodstream or whatever mm-hmm. interact with that chip, which is just <laughs> so creepy to even think about buy what, they, what they want you to buy and vote how they want you to vote. Oh and, yeah. I, you that's, know, you, a, that's the thing I would be scared about is the potential for hacking into your brain basically. Mm-hmm. And it also makes me think is that, what the Bible talks about with the mark of the beast, having this chip in your brain or whatever. Know, you bro. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, I mean, you got a whole bunch of men out there right now who talk about low testosterone, just lost in life, no role models, no direction, no sense of purpose. You seen what they're doing in uh, New Mexico, I think it is. The governor out there passed a temporary... Um, ban on firearms in two oh, cities really? out there in New Mexico. Yeah. Oh, wow. Through executive order for a month. Oh, that's kind of crazy because yeah. I guarantee that doesn't include the cartels. <laughs> no, it, uh, <laughs> it, it uh, excludes police officers and security guards, I believe. But no, no citizens allowed to carry in any capacity That whatsoever. just sounds like a, a takeover waiting to happen. <sighs> you know, for the longest time, you know, it's... Uh, the left doesn't believe in firearms, gun ownership, private property. They want to take your guns. And you hear proponents, oh, well, they don't want to take your guns. Well, if you have a whole bunch of men who don't know how to stand up, who don't have the confidence to stand up, don't have the cojones enough to stand up, they'll test things. Well, b- before you go further with that, though, uh-huh. the same ones on the left that are trying to push that they're also the ones that have the biggest security, and guess what? Their security personnel is carrying guns, guns <laughs> <laughs> for for their protection. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You know, so why do you think we want guns as Americans for our protection from you? 
I was thinking about this the other day too. Um, I was talking to one of my Brazilian friends and he was like, oh, I love the freedom over here. I love the freedom over here in America. And it's like, if you really had to sit and think right now, the amazing wisdom and foresight of the forefathers that founded the country, constitution, bill of rights, 250 year old document still applies today and is super relative. Who today, if they had to do that, who do you think could do that? If they had to found another America, do you think there is too many men capable of being able to write another constitution like the one that we have? No, I mean or the Bill of Rights that we have. Those men that that wrote that were taking the biggest risk probably ever in history. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could have been killed for what they did. Yeah, it you was know considered I mean? treason. It, yeah. it, it was completely against anything that you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and thank God they did it. You know what I mean? Yep. And you know, you can. I, I don't. I already know. I went on a tangent with conspiracies, but like. You can really look into it and see, like, some of these people, like, you could look deep into George Washington and hit him for being, like, a slave owner and things like that, but... Well, the, the first slave owner was a African-American man. <laughs> so, yeah, but, you know, the, the, thing, about the thing about it is we, you could go back and forth on the, the subject forever about, you know, bad things these guys did, but look at the overall good they did. Mm-hmm. You know, we we wouldn't be in the situation we are now. Uh, who knows what this country would be? <clears throat> well, it's like, like it's we, like to we the, could possibly be like China. Let's do like the whole uh, like gun debate. Like, yeah, guns are bad, and there's collateral damage from evil people committing evil acts with firearms. But how much worse would it be if there were no firearms and you had a tyrannical government? I mean, if you look it, over, what is it? Uh, is it Australia? Mm-hmm. That doesn't have any guns at all. Yeah, they confiscated them all. Like and, back in the 90s. But now they have increased knife attacks, mm-hmm. break-ins. Yep. Like it's their crimes at all time high yep. because there's no guns. So they, they don't fear anything. Nope. You know what I mean? Yep. It's like that in uh in the UK too. Yeah. Like knife attacks and stuff are, are way up, stabbings, like it's not the it's not the tool, it's the person. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. But they're always gonna blame blame the the source of the damage, I guess you could say, which is yeah. really the source of damage is the human. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> because, people are, people are destructive unto their own means and just by human nature. You also have to look into why are people committing so many more crimes now than what they did back in the day. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't want to give any kind of good, I guess to the bad guy, but at the same time, it's like people are struggling. People are struggling with a lot of things. They shut down, you know, insane asylums, a lot of mental health institutions, things like that, Mm -hmm. where people have nowhere to go for help. They're not helping veterans. You know, Mm -hmm. veterans are out here on the streets struggling, dying, hungry. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And have PTSD, and they have nowhere to go. There's no help for them at all. Yep, but you can get billions of dollars to Ukraine. Yep, accidentally pressed the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh huh. But then you know, I just heard this. Uh, I think it was Tulsi Gabbard and BJ Penn on the Joe Rogan podcast, and they were talking about how how much would it cost to rebuild 
over there in Hawaii where they were struck with the fires. Mm-hmm. And supposedly it would be something like $1 billion to repair everything, but yet we can accidentally send $6 billion over to Ukraine and then come back and say we didn't realize how much extra we had to send over there, and we still have an extra $4 billion. Okay, well, you might want to take one of those billions mm-hmm. and help Maui and help, out. And help out the, <laughs> our country. It's yeah. just like, what? Come uh-huh. on. Yep. I mean, these people, they're, they're still finding people dead over there. Mm-hmm. And yep. there's nothing being done. And even their local government isn't coming out and saying anything. Nope. They ain't getting no answers. It, uh, it's, just, it's just sad, man. It's, but, it's crazy. But Oprah and The Rock are stepping up to ask for donations. So. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you can give. Oh, you got a couple billion laying around. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. Your property wasn't touched, was it? I <laughs> uh, thought not. <laughs> it's just crazy. Dude. Uh, anyway, the alimony thing, man. Getting into the weeds a little bit. Kind yeah. of off on a tangent there. So you want to kind of roll into the, the Tennessee law that we wanted oh, to talk yeah, about? Oh, yeah, another win for the men. Uh, what what was it? I think it was <laughs> in Tennessee. It hasn't passed yet. Uh, House Bill 2689. Um, essentially, they're trying to make it to where paternity testing is mandatory for all babies, new babies born. Basically, the father gets tested, mother gets tested, and if it's a match, then it's your baby. And if it's not, you're not legally obligated or financially mm-hmm. obligated to that child whatsoever. And that I, I feel like that honestly should be how it's it should have been like that from the very beginning because you and hear all these stories. Not, uh, why why wouldn't it be? Hell, why do we have to have laws these garba- like that? These garbage talk shows that they have on TV mm-hmm. now—that's a majority of what it's about. Yeah, is these you guys are not, not the actually father. being the father? <laughs> yeah, and they spent their whole lives raising this kid I that say, wasn't even theirs. I want to say it's in France that paternity testing is illegal. They will actually arrest you for getting it, and it, the only way it can be done is through court order. That's crazy. Yeah, you as the you as a father, you're not allowed to get paternity tested because they say that if uh, you get a test and the baby is not yours and you leave, it would basically destroy the financial system of France. Well, how about the woman stops being a whore? <laughs> that, wouldn't that we, solve we, a lot of it? <laughs> you, would, you would think, you know, but it's like if, if only 5% of babies born, I think this, this, this is a statistic, as a matter of fact, I think all the babies born, I think 5% are born to the wrong, like they're not the perceived fathers. That's in the United States or the world? I think it's the United States. That's it, pretty crazy. It might be bigger, but you, you got to think. 5%, that's a small number. But you're talking about a couple, 10, 20 million people, half the country, if they're women. Shit. It, that, that's, that's a like, huge number. It's like 16 million. How, how many dudes 16 are... 16 million. How many, how many dudes are out there raising kids that ain't theirs they think is theirs? Dude, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if it's over the five percent. That because you gotta think to those are just sample. Number. Those yeah. are, those are just sample sizes uh-huh. that they did on a survey. I mean, back in back in the days before social media, it was uh, it was the milkman. <laughs> you must be the milkman's <laughs> baby. You know, it's, women have been promiscuous from the beginning. Bro. Yes, they have. I yes, mean, they have. Now they just they they're not 
ashamed to put it out there anymore. Now it's only fans is normalized and, you know, finessing men is normalized and almost celebrating. It's like <sighs> women are proud to which is you have the boss babe mentality. But then you have all these women who are, Florida's not safe for women because you can't get permanent alimony from a man. Where if you're a boss, babe, and you make your own money, why do you need a man's money if you don't need men? It just, you know, it's, it's, it's great for us when it's great for us, and it's harmful to us when it doesn't benefit us. It's like yeah, a double standard thing. This whole thing. boss, babe mentality is just took feminism to a whole new level, and it, mm-hmm. it, it's destroyed yep. households. You don't, the nuclear family is completely destroyed now it, mm-hmm. it's rare that that's a, a thing that happens mm-hmm. so you know you got these women that are I, I want a career i want to make my own money all this stuff but then when it comes down to it they still want the protection of a man mm-hmm. at the end of the day they still want that that man to be there for them and support them and all this other stuff and then they'll break up with the man but still want something from him in the end yeah it's just crazy how mm-hmm. it, it all comes back to how it's supposed to be in the end, but in the situation, the women want to act like they're independent, but they're actually not. There is there is every incentive to destroy the family, to break up the home, and no incentives to stay. No, I mean, there's no incentive to stay, but this this is also why... Men have been so scared to get married. That's why marriages are down, what, 50%? Uh Uh-huh. So, I mean, I think, uh, is it Michael's? Not Michael's. Who's the, David's Bridal, I think, maybe. Um, The big tuxedo brand or whatever. I think it's David's Bridal. Anyway, they filed for bankruptcy. Because people weren't getting married, so people weren't writing tuxedos, people weren't buying... Wedding stuff from them because people aren't getting married anymore. Like, there's no incentive for men to get married, and there's more and more women are because women are doing so well now and make their own money. You don't need a man to provision for you, and a lot of them even have the attitude, "Well, our money is my money, and my money is my money." It's like, okay, but they're always looking for the bigger, better deal. So, oh yeah, and now with the social media, they have access to celebrities and. You know, you might be an attractive girl from the Midwest. You can reach out to, I, I don't know, who's a a Channing Tatum, let's just say. Yeah. He's got the money to fly you out. $1,000 mm-hmm. plane ticket ain't shit for him. You know, oh, my God, it's Channing Tatum. <laughs> so now, if you have access to him, now you think that you deserve that type of dude. Yeah, exactly. Which is why... Even all the dating the thing apps. about it is those guys don't give a fuck about you. Nope, nope. They, <laughs> they, they just really want, don't. They just want a piece of you for a temporary moment. And, uh, yep, yep. <laughs> and it's like, I can get the man, but can I retain the man after I get him? And that's a lot of women don't know how to do that. I don't think they care to do that, though. That's the thing. Well, there's no incentive for them to do that, <laughs> you know? Like, <sighs> I mean, if they can just leave and then take half of everything. Like Kevin Sanders <laughs> said, buy a dog and die on <laughs> rest in peace <laughs> you know it's just it's really sad the state of affairs between men and women these days it, it really is because I think so many people want to be in relationships but there's so much societal pressure 
for women to go their own way and not need a man. And they're judged so hard, too, by other women. Oh, yeah. Like the whole trad wife thing. The, they're the, the... Like, if you get a woman that's like, you know, I, I, I love to serve my man, she is chastised on the internet by other women. Well, women always want to say men keep women down and all... No, it, mm-hmm. women are the ones keeping women down because they're constantly, like, just... It's like rapid fire, Adam. Like, if they mm-hmm. do anything that's against the boss babe mentality, oh, God, yep. it's game over. Yep. <laughs> and, and, and if you have single, scorned, bitter women, they will do what they can to create other single, scorned, bitter oh, women, yeah. which is where feminism... Drag them into their You know, third wave, fourth mentality. wave feminism. Yep, let's drag us all down. And, you know, it's, you're, you're 34. It's okay. You don't need a man. Chase your career. Chase your extra handbag. Take an extra trip. Okay, what happens when you're 45? Yep. Mm-hmm. When you're when you're not as attractive anymore, yep. every everything in life you most likely have kids at forty five. Everything in life has a cost, and so many people don't understand the cost and the benefit. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can chase your career. You can make partner at the law firm. You can have a bunch of handbags and vacation homes everywhere and trips all over the world. Cool. Okay, when you're forty, forty two, forty five. Who are you gonna share it with? Yeah. What happens exactly. when you're tired of that? What happens when you burn out? Yeah. You know, now you're competing against now women half your age. Now you finally realize that you need to settle down and stop this bullshit that you've yep. been on this whole time. Yep. And yep. now nobody wants you. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, they, and what's the cost of you pursuing that? Yeah. A lot of women ain't willing to pay that. Just sad to say, but they realize it too late. Yeah, any more comments on this? <sighs> Like, comment, share, subscribe on all platforms. Yeah, we need subs. We need the support. (laughs) That's what we need. Other than that, we'll see you next time.